0: Red Sky at Night. Gladys by Ben Dale. Happy memories. That's how I want to remember this place. Laughter. Like the time Peter helped me over the stile on the farm. I fell onto him. We both fell to the ground in hysterics. Tears like my 30th wedding anniversary. I had the surprise of my life. Peter took me to the church. It was empty and walked me down the aisle. He grabbed my hand, looked into my eyes and read me the exact same vows as the day we got married. It was as if we'd gone back in time. I had to look around to make sure we hadn't. That was the happiest day of my life. That was 10 years ago now. I would never have imagined that in 10 years time, I would be a semi-retired milk lady and full-time carer, working seven days a week round the clock. If I'm not collecting and delivering milk, I'm molly-coddling my husband, Peter. He was the local copper for years, loved his job, He felt like the sheriff of the town. There's not a lot of crime round here, so I'd never seen his job as a big risk. The odd scuffle outside the pub, odd times kid would steal from the local news agents, nothing ever serious. But one day, off duty at the time, that was the worst thing, he was driving back from out of town. When he got to the corner by the school, He says all he remembers is a loud noise and a flash. Nine years later, he's stuck in a wheelchair. You live your life as a copper for 25 years and never have a problem. Then some little sod, thinking it would be funny, starts showing off his new car to have a laugh with his friends. Such a laugh that turned out to be. Funny, isn't it? how quickly the feeling of being on top of the world can suddenly change to the lowest moment of your life. I hope them kids understand that now, because I know Peter does. He gets so depressed whenever we go for a wander. We go past the police station and I can see the hurt in his eyes. Hurt because he doesn't feel like a man anymore. He thinks he's useless. We bumped into Bernard the other day. He's the local copper now. Peter doesn't like him. Mainly because he spends more time getting drunk than he does helping people. Peter used to be in officer mode all the time. Bernard, well, if he's not on duty, then he doesn't care what's happening. As long as he has a drink, he's happy. So, we decided it would be best if we move away abroad, somewhere sunny with a lovely beach, where we can both relax and be happy. There was a fire last week at the farm. Some git set the barn alight and the old place went out in flames. I was taking Peter for a stroll at the time when I looked over and spotted the bright flames in the distance. I had to look twice before I realised it was the farm. I'd only finished an hour or so before. Everything seemed fine. I didn't get any sleep that night. My job was at risk. Without the farm, there's no milk. No milk, no job. No job, no money. No money, no move. And then what? Stay here? We've been here for nearly 40 years. It's all we've both really known and it holds so many good memories, but all them memories have been wiped out now by the fact that Peter can't do anything he could do before. That barn meant more to me than just a job. When me and Peter first got together, it was kicking out time in the pub, and instead of just going home, we went for a little wander round town. We got a bit mischievous, and sneaked into the barn. We lost all track of time. I remember looking up and seeing sunlight through a crack in the roof. After that, any time we went for a walk or left the pub, we'd always ended up there. It held so many defining moments in our relationship. Our first kiss, the first time we, well, I won't go into too much detail, We were young, but the point is, that's gone now. Just gone. Being a milk lady was my escape. I wouldn't say I loved the job itself, but I did love the social side to it. It can be extremely boring, sat at home all the time. I love Peter to pieces, but it has been a big strain on our marriage. We spent so much time together, we've started running out of conversations. How was work? Good, yeah. I delivered 150 pints of milk, had a cuppa with Susie. What about you? That was the worst one. I mean, I'd know full well what he's been doing. Nothing. But I'd still ask him, because if I don't, then that's the end of the conversation. Then we get on to the subject of what's for dinner. That's really the only routine that changes every day. The most exciting thing in my day is deciding what to cook. When I get the chance, I'd sneak off for a cigarette. Peter doesn't know though. He would be so disappointed in me. I'd hide him. I have a packet under the plant pot in the back garden and another under the driver's seat in the van. I'd have one first thing on a morning when I got to work and another when I got back before I helped Peter out of bed. At work, I smoke in the barn, where nobody can see. My dirty little secret. Add a little excitement to my life, which you probably find a bit odd. But when you haven't had sex for years, you need all the excitement in life you can get. I'd never cheat or leave Peter because I love him. So I'm happy with hiding cigarettes. I remember when I was about seven or eight, we had a little wooden shed at the end of the garden. Derelict old thing. My parents never used it, but I'd sneak in and sit there, playing on my own or just thinking. Dreaming. That was my little hangout for years. When I got a little older and my friends started coming round, I must have been about 13, we wouldn't sit in the house, we'd sit in the shed. We would talk for hours. We had such great laughs. Well, that's what the barn was for me. It was my comfort zone. Then Mum had it knocked down. I remember the dust storm as the shed collapsed. I got the same feeling as when I saw the flames in the distance. The reality of moving away may have gone up in flames, but we can still dream of being sat on a beach watching the sunset. Dreams are all I've got now, but at least they can't be burnt away. It's the first drag. It's like heaven for a few seconds. I inhale the smoke, look up to the sky, for a few minutes anyway. Then I throw away the end and carry on. Gladys was performed by Angela Bain and directed by Tinica Craig for Pentapus Theatre Company's Young Writers Group.